0: Yo, yo! The guys were like, "What?" and I was like, "Later on." <laughs> oh, gotta go! It's twelve-sided guys time. Hey, we've got Matt as Pine. Hi, <laughs> Scott as Roofs. Please don't kill me. Jordan as Ebby. <laughs> Salutations. Sabrina as Nari. Hey there. And me, Paul, as a terrible impression of Freddie Prince Jr. as Fred from the two thousand two movie Scooby Doo. Welcome back. <laughs>
1: Now, it was an honest recreation of the show. I'm just throw it was it out there. Oh, uh, Melvin dude. <laughs> it was it was I actually had to go look up the what he actually said because that's like that's one of my favorite parts of the movie.
2: Like, "Whoa, Scoob."
1: Uh, let's see. <laughs> We're having a blast.
3: That was really good.
1: That actor that played in the movie, his name is escaping me. He went on to voice act in the cartoon after that. And he plays lots of DD. Wow. Very cool. Nice. Yes, he does. Yeah, Matthew Lillard. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Matthew
0: Lillard. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, we're having a blast. We hope you are too. If you want to support what we're doing, the easiest and cheapest way is to just go leave a review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. It'll help more people find us so they too can pick up what we're putting down. Or if you want to help out more, maybe buy us a drink or something. You can do that too by going to patreon.com slash 12 Sided Guys. That's one, two Sided Guys. Any love is appreciated. And honestly, if you're still listening this far into the adventure, that is the best compliment you can pay us. Anyway, if you've ever stacked up a bunch of pairs of sandals to help you jump higher just so you can bash things with a yo yo, then this podcast is for you. It's the Crystal Codex episode 19.
4: All of this to cross this damn road. Focus, Pine. The armed swordsman is to my right. Can Ebi and Nari handle him? They look as tired as I feel, but it's two on one. Bruce is the one I'm worried about. The priest of Iremil is a dangerous foe, and taking her out of the fight would be an immense boon. But he's left himself wide open to the archers on the road. Curse this grease. It served its purpose well when we were being charged but I feared I would lose my footing were I to attempt to cross it. I'll continue to use this bow. Surprised I can even still shoot. When was the last time? At hunt with Bert? Six years ago? I wonder if Bert is yet free and clear of this forest and of its patrols. I hope he's escaped cleanly. Focus, Pine. Focus. Where is Crumbles? He must keep Applebottom from the fight. He must run should we fall. He's safe for now, but I can feel his unease, his tension. My fight is before me. Draw, aim, release. I don't have many arrows left. The archers, they're unscathed, not even harried. They can take their time with their aim, and Roos is a wide open target. They've drawn their bows. Roos, get down!
0: Alright. So now it's the scout's turn to go. They, they each pull out their longbows. There's really one clear target for them. So uh, they're going to go after Roos. So the first one pulls back. He's going to fire two shots at Roos. Oh, it's a uh, natural 20 Oof. and a dirty 20 Oof. I'm guessing those both hit.
1: Yeah, yeah, they hit. They, they, okay.
0: So the first one, the natural 20, is going to do a total of six damage.
1: Okay, I'm going to take that. I can take six damage. The
0: second one is going to do a total of six damage.
1: Okay, I will take six damage again. (laughs) Okay,
0: now the second archer is going to shoot at Roos. And okay, we've got a two seventeen. So that's twenty one and a twenty one. I'm guessing those both hit those, as well. Those do both hit me. All right, let's see. You get
1: <laughs> you get hit for three damage and five damage. Okay, I'm gonna half. So I'm gonna block the last one with my glove. Okay. And and half that. Down to two damage. Down to two damage. So that's okay, so how much damage did they do total? Do you know.
0: I think it's seventeen hit points total. Yes. Okay. Well, okay. So with the critical hit um, and the two D eight, uh, instead of doing doubling one die, I just rolled two two D eight, um, and they rolled four. Uh, they rolled a four. So that's pretty pretty weak.
1: Roos has four arrows in his back right now. He's not feel. <laughs> he's not feeling very good.
0: And he is in the aura of the priest of Iramil. All right. Pine, that brings us back to the top of the round. It is your turn. I think Pine is done pussyfooting around. Um, He is going to, uh, never mind. He's not, he's going to use
1: his bow, stay out of the
0: aura, <laughs> and he's going to take two more shots at the priest of Iramil. Oh, gosh. I know. Okay. I know. I know. Uh, it's why he brought the, got the bow in the first place. But he crits. Oh, no. With a net 20. <laughs> and that will do 12 damage with the bow.
1: That's a good hit. Yeah. Okay.
0: And then for my, I'll do my second attack. It is a 22 to hit. That hits. For seven damage with the bow. And just like that, she is back to where she was before she healed herself. Oh, she does need to make two concentration checks as well. Oh, you son of a gun. All right. First concentration. Oh, my gosh. Come on. Oh, you guys are yes. so lucky. The Spirit Guardians drops again. Oh, man. What did she roll, Paul? She rolled a, uh, a six plus one. She rolled a seven. Oh, man.
4: Yeah. Oh, gosh.
0: But uh, she does have one more trick up her sleeve, including one more level four spell slot. So, anything else that Pine wants to do? Um, no. Okay. That brings us back to the Great Swordsman. He has two choices. He's got Ebi and he's got Nari. So, he is going after Nari. Nari, you've got two swings with a Great Sword coming at you. The first one is a 13. The second one is an 11. I don't think either of those hit.
3: Neither of those hit.
0: All right. Uh, he is going to
2: make a. No, he's good. Oh, he's good. He is. Uh, he is standing in a bonfire though, so he'll have to oh. get his deck save. Yes, yes, he will. Uh,
0: he takes the damage. How much damage is it? It will be eight fire damage. All right, he says something about his biscuits burning. He goes, "My biscuits are burning. My biscuits are burning."
1: <laughs> that brings us to Ruth. All right, Ruth is gonna. Wearily reach into his pack, his pack and uh, grab out a potion of healing and drink it real quick. Yep. And I rolled a nine for the healing on that. Okay. So got a little bit of health back. And then I will strike at the priestess with my short sword. Okay. And I got a 20 to hit.
0: And how much damage?
1: For nine damage.
0: Oh my gosh. Is she still standing? She is barely still standing.
1: And I'll I'll say to her you should surrender.
0: Okay? It is now her turn and she looks at you and she says and you should die. And she turns around and looks back at the other group. And uh she she's going to yeah, she she's a, a a light cleric, uh just so you know. She has options, a 4th level spell that you guys may not have known that she had. Oh, I'm nervous. <laughs> oh, yeah, no it's bad. It's bad for you guys. Let me see here. She is going to turn around. She said, she's going to say, "Iramil, judge these sinners. And then a wall of fire plops down and it shoots right across Ebi, Nari, and Pine. Uh, so it separates out. Uh, on one side, the great swordsman is, uh, is on one side of the fire. And then you guys are on the other side of the fire. I need... Dexterity saves, difficulty 15 or you're going to take some damage. Uh, Pine rolled an 11.
2: Oh, no.
3: Nari rolled a 7. Oh, no. Uh,
2: Abby rolled an 11.
3: Oh, oh, no.
0: Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so this is big damage, guys. 5d8 damage. That is 24
2: fire oh, damage no. oh no oh no Pine's down Ebby's down too
3: okay Nari is going to use her stone's endurance um, and roll a d12 which is a nat 1
0: oh my gosh
3: to reduce damage so I reduced that by 3 damage and I am still down
0: oh. you're still down oh no <laughs> oh yeah. no yeah Oh, no! Oh, man. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so... (sighs) Oh, my goodness. Yikes. Well, here we go, guys. This spell, I do believe, continues on as long as she's concentrating on it. All right. Nari, I need... Well, you're going to take damage. You fail a death saving throw. So, Nari... As your body goes unconscious and your mind starts to drift and you feel yourself starting to die, you have this memory and I just, just nothing too long, but you remember a time when you were growing up, um, you were were up in the mountains and there was a a hunt that you were going on. It was your first big hunt with your family and you can remember seeing a boar and you had a, a spear in your hand. And as you're getting ready to rush out of the out of the bushes to go try to get this boar, your brother sticks his his uh, his spear in between your legs, and he trips you, and you fall, and the boar goes running. How does Nari react?
3: Um, I mean, I think Nari would get back up and chase the boar.
0: Okay. How does how what's Nari's reaction for her brother?
3: Um, I think that. Sorry, I was actually really just distracted by the fact that I'm like dying here. Sorry, <laughs> I know. I'll be honest. I'm like really. It's all good. <laughs> I know, I know. But yeah, no. She would, she would pick up her brother and then go running and chasing after the the boar. Okay.
1: This is bad, guys. This is real bad.
0: Abby, you are still in the wall of fire, too. You fail a death saving throw. Ebby, I want you to tell me, tell me about a time where uh, you were traveling in the woods days or weeks after escaping from that uh, research facility, and you unexpectedly ran into some fellow travelers in the woods. What was Ebby's first run-in with like non-aggressive people like?
2: So, it was a uh, kind of a beautiful sunny day, early in the day. Um, the sun was just rising up in the east and kind of casting a light down onto the onto this path. Ebby, as tends to be the case, was distracted by, um, as we've seen from all of his awesome perception roles over the course of this campaign, he was distracted by some birds that were kind of fluttering in the treetops and he was listening to the conversation that they were having and before too long he heard these voices speaking on the path as they began to approach him Um, a moment of panic kind of leapt up inside of him and he ducked under the cover of the trees as he saw this group of people begin to approach so he didn't even talk to them I think at that point, the fear was still too... He was still too scared. Um, There was too much fear to meet with other people.
0: Alright. It is now the scout's turn. Yeah. Yeah. The last thing they heard was this priest of Iremiel tell Roos to die. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Oh, Nari and the boys. Let's see what happens. Oh, no, guys. This recording got corrupted. Oh, man. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We're going to have to take it back to when they shot at Roos. Oh, darn. That's right. We're going to have to start over. Okay. It looks like, uh, what's your AC? 16? 16, yeah. That's two hits, my friend. That's going to be 17 damage from the first guy.
1: What was the what was the damage on the first hit? The first hit was that
0: was 10. Okay, I'm going to half that. That's 5 plus 7 okay. That's 12 damage. I'm still down. All right. That brings us to pine. Pine, you're in the wall of fire. As you go unconscious. As you feel the life leaving your body, you um, you have this memory. It's a long time ago. It is Menarest. It is um, before the empire had any even inkling of coming towards Menarest. Uh, Pine is coming home. You come home, you, you're walking down the road, you see your home and you see standing in front of the door, you see Petal, your wife. And she is holding a three month old little girl. What is Pine's reaction to seeing his only daughter for the first time? It is uh it's overwhelming joy. Um it is uh it's bittersweet that he was not there for the birth. Um but he is happy to be home and to see uh something that he didn't realize he could love so much. All right, you have a failed death saving throw. Yes, um, and can um, as far as Crumbles is concerned, Crumbles doesn't necessarily because it's a it's not a concentration. So Crumbles Crumbles is around, yeah. Yeah, um, with the telepathic connection that we normally have, um, I think Crumbles would. Basically, bolt and try to get away. Um, still heading the same direction that we were trying to head. Yeah. Um, so maybe go east and then try to cross the road and, and keep heading for the lake. So keep keep on with the mission. I mean, as, as much as Crumbles can understand it, yeah. All right. That brings us to this great swordsman, the one that's still alive, and uh, he backs up away from the fire his side of the fire is not even hot but he still backs up from it instinctively and he looks to the priest roose you are laying there unconscious make a death saving throw
1: roose rolled a nat one. Oh
0: my god
3: oh my god dude.
1: oh my
0: gosh okay what
3: is Bruce. wrong with us
0: i never want to hear you complain about anything again paul Ever, ever, this
1: is brutal. This is brutal. She
0: saved this spell slot. Um, you guys almost took her down twice. Okay, Roos, two things you actually get two little memories. First one, Roos, you are uh, you're in the middle of training. Uh, this is way back, you know, a few years ago. Um, tell me about Roos' first kiss. Right now and when I'm dying. <laughs> mm-hmm. Your mind does crazy uh, things as your bot as your yes. as your life starts to leave it.
1: So Roos's first kiss was with his sparring partner, Farron. And um the two of them they he and Farron both trained to alongside each other in the Howling Talon. And um when they were they were in A training tournament and in the end of the tournament, it was Roos against Farron. They were battling back and forth, and Farron, to distract Roos during their fight, pulled Roos in for a kiss. And the two of them had a lingering kiss in the middle of this battle in front of all of Howling Talon. And while Roos was distracted in the kiss, Farron stabbed him and won the fight. Damn. Roos, because this is your
0: second failed death saving throw, your mind wanders even deeper. Further back, oh. Bruce, as a child, you uh, you can remember you're you're in the loft up above your your kitchen and you overhear this conversation and you can tell it's between your mom and your dad. Your dad is asking, is your sister ever going to come back and get him? It's been eight months. Your mom, I don't know, but Bria's always been reckless. I think she'd rather be Simon's dirty secret than be alone, even alone with someone as sweet as Bruce. And your dad says, she puts us in a hard spot. One more mouth to feed. But I do find myself growing fond of the boy. And then your memory fades back into darkness. Ugh. And it is the Priest of Iramil's turn. The first thing that happens is, I'm gonna roll D4. The Priest of Iramil ends the Wall of Fire Roos, you feel your body stabilize. You do not gain consciousness, but you feel your body stabilize.
1: Damn you, Paul. Just, ugh.
0: (laughs) She, the priest of your she stabilized you. Nari, I need you to make a death saving throw.
3: Okay, I've actually never made a death saving throw. You roll
0: a d20 and you don't want a one at this point. Anything but a one.
3: Oh, okay. This is not cool, dude. Oh, f- yeah, natural 20. Suck my oh, d- oh,
4: <laughs> Yes! Yeah. Nice!
0: That means you pop up with one hit point and you can take your turn if you want. Oh,
3: f- yeah, I do. You,
0: you pop up, you've got one hit point. You, so you're not standing, you are prone, and you look to your left and you look to your right, and you see two, like, burnt, unconscious allies standing next to you or laying next to you in the grass. And you can see, as you look left and right, this grass that is so sopping wet, there is a line, a perfectly straight line going left and right of just blackened, burnt grass.
3: Okay, can I drink this elixir of health that I still have? Oh, that's just disease, never mind. Okay, all right, that makes sense. Okay.
0: So I think that some of your allies might have healing
1: potions. I gave you another health potion, though. When we fought that last group, we found two health potions, and I gave you one. This is true.
3: Oh, that's true. Okay. That's true. Okay. Um. Yeah. So can I give that to one of my buddies and then also, like, make an attack?
0: You can give it to one of your buddies, stand up, move the the, the 10 feet or 15 feet, and then make your attack. Yeah. Okay. So are you going to give it to Ebby, or are you going to give it to Pine?
3: I'm going to give it to Ebby. OK, I just I think that he might be more helpful here. Um, <laughs> I can't
0: believe you rolled a natural 20. Oh, my
1: God. I know it's wild.
3: Something good has to happen. I just. OK, cool. So then, yeah, I'm going to get up and then I want to move over to the priestess and hit her if I can.
0: OK, so give Ebby his potion. So how many hit points does he get? It's just is it a regular one? Yes, yeah, it's just yeah. a regular one. So it's just 2d4 plus two. So 8. Nice. You guys, my uh, my legs are so weak right now. <laughs>
2: that that is a thing of beauty right there.
1: I'm <sighs> shaking. Oh man. Okay. The grease has all dispersed, right, because you went unconscious? Or does the grease last? No, grease grease lasts. It's not a concentration spell. Oh.
3: Okay,
0: then then Narya, I'm going to need you to make a um I'm going to need you to make a, a DC 13 dexterity. Okay, so maybe I should
3: ins. Instead, just throw a hand axe. If
0: so you get two attacks. You get two attacks. And I'm going to let you know that um, she is looking real bad.
3: Yeah. No, I'm going to do a hand axe attack. It's 21 to hit for the first one. That hits. Okay. And then seven damage for that one.
0: Okay. She crumples. You take her down. Oh, oh, hell oh yeah. my
1: gosh. Hell <laughs>
3: yeah. Oh, <laughs> my oh. gosh
0: and she is dead because that was a ranged attack right yeah she's dead she's down oh, yes yeah. there, there's no there's no knock oh. i mean she's we can make her make death says if you want but i think i think you guys are happy with her being down <laughs> oh man
3: man i'm sorry for whoever has to edit that i apologize for my language but man i was stressing yeah. <laughs>
0: oh. that's not over yet we still got two completely healthy archers and this night that's fine yes I, uh, yes you do Okay, so um, you have one more attack. You have this uh, great swordsman standing in front of you as well. And you have another uh, hand axe, I do believe.
3: Yeah, so I'm going to throw that at him with a 23 to hit.
0: That does hit.
3: Okay, and then I am going to do 7 damage to him as well.
0: Oh my goodness. Yeah, he's hurting now too. He he doesn't go down though? He does not go down. Dang it. Evie, your eyes... They don't flutter open, but it's almost like you know, like when a when an old tube TV kind of turns on, and, and the screen kind of comes out from the center. And just, that's how it is for you. All of a sudden, you have vision again, and you can feel the rain plinking on your metal skin, and you're laying on your back in blackened grass next to a seriously pissed off Nari, <laughs> <laughs> um, and an unconscious pine is on the other side of
2: her. Yeah. Okay. I think what I'm going to do is I'm you know, Ebby kind of tilts his head up and sees. Pine laying there and Nari kind of throwing axes and stuff. Um, Before he even gets up, he's going to use his bonus action to cast Erdos word on Pine. Okay. And heal him for eight healing. That's max too, I think. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, oh my goodness. Okay. Okay. (laughs) So Abby and
0: Pine both have eight hit points. Nari has one and, and Roos is at
2: zero and stable. And then I'm going to use half of my movement to stand up. Yeah. And then I'm going to use my action to turn into a black bear. (laughs) 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 Oh,
1: yes. Oh, oh, man.
2: Oh, Oh. that's so awesome.
0: Oh, all of a sudden there's just this, this, uh, trademarked sound of a transforming thing. Uh, and, uh, turns into a black bear. That is rad. That is so awesome. All right, you've got two scouts who see the priest of Iremil go down. They see a great swordsman getting hit with an ax. All of a sudden, there are three combatants that are still up. Uh, they're going to make some checks. Uh, oh, just FYI, Nari, you're, you're only at exhausted level one because you got you, you can lose an exhaustion level in a short rest, and we had that yesterday.
3: I thought it was a long rest that you had to use.
0: Well, we, we have a special rule where if you get exhaustion, from dying we will let you get rid of one level from a from a short rest
3: oh nice
0: if you have like three or four levels of exhaustion um and you take a short rest then you drop one level but if you get a long rest we just kind of wipe it clean
3: huzzah cool
0: yeah all right uh so the two archers see the priest of Iramil go down and they see an axe sticking out of the uh the one great swordsman that's still standing and the one on the right books it and takes off uh, drops his bow, in fact, and, and just takes off. The sec- the other one, still, uh, still standing, he's going to take two shots. He's got three healthy targets-ish. Um, and he is... Actually, you know what? He's going to shoot at a black bear. <laughs> he suddenly sees a black bear. He's going to shoot at a black bear. Uh, what's the black bear's AC? Does a 16 hit? A 16 would hit. Okay, and then the other one's a six. So black bear takes uh, four damage. Okay. And for some reason, I wanted to say... Black bear standing in the dead of night. Even that's not the right song. Anyway. Ho bear. Does he does he say, ho bear, ho bear when he, goes, he shoots the arrow? Ho bear, ho bear. And then off runs, Re- when, runs Ebby into the, into the trees. Right. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I cannot believe this fight. Okay. Pine, you are on your back, lying in some blackened uh, grass. Uh, you see that there's one great swordsman still standing. Oh, shoot. That great swordsman that's still standing. Uh, I believe he needs to make a check. He's in the grease. Yeah, he does because he's standing in the grease. He falls down prone. All right, he is now prone. So Pine, what are you going to do? Uh oh jeez. Okay, so I am going to like Nari. You're looking really messed up, right?
3: Yeah, I'm not. I'm not doing great. I'm living off of rage right now.
0: <laughs> I am going to uh, stand actually no i'm going to stay i'm gonna stay laying down i'm going to reach over and put my hand on your foot and i'm going to say this fight is not over yet, and i'm going to give you fifteen points of healing uh, from my commander's morale so go ahead and take fifteen
3: awesome i'm feeling a little bit better
0: that is my action for my um, bonus action. I'm going to um, sit up just enough to pull out uh, Kenig's estoc and chuck it uh, out uh, and basically plop it right behind the uh, the prone uh, great swordsman and take an attack with Kenig's estoc. Oh, that's awesome! Okay. With advantage. Yep. Uh, so that's a 16 to hit. Doesn't hit. That's not enough. It okay. clinks off this guy's armor. He's he is wearing plate armor. Okay. All right. And I'm gonna stay. I'm gonna stay on the ground so that I'm uh, uh, not as good of a target for the archer. All right. Let's see. He is not in good shape. He's gonna make a check here as well. Um, he is going to stand up, look at the black bear and Ebby and Pine still laying down, and he's going to say, uh, shout back at this this scout archer who's who's staying. He says. The battle is not over. We must fight on. And he's going to move up to, uh, let's see, Ebi or Nari. He's going to move up to Nari. He steps over his uh, dead compatriot, and he's going to attack at Nari with two swings of his greatsword. One hits. So he hit you for for 23. The other one is only a, a 10. And he's going to deal. Ooh, that's big damage. 14 damage. I am so glad I gave you those hit points. <laughs> oh, man.
3: Yeah. Oh. Thanks to Pine, I'm I'm doing okay. Barely, All right. but okay.
1: Now, that's the edge of the grease, so he'll have to make another deck save. That's true. Let's see if he can stay up. Uh, what's the difficulty? It's 13. Oh, he's, he's, he, he, he
0: takes it. He got a 15. I rolled a natural 15, and he has a 15. All right. Roos, you are dreaming on. Mm. Your mind has entered this kind of gray haze where you don't have more memories. You're not really conscious of anything. It's kind of that, that dreamless sleep where you're aware that time is passing, but nothing is happening. All right. That brings us to Nari. There's, this guy is standing in front of you. He took a swing at you and hit you. And I imagine that you're not very happy about it.
3: Oh no! I am coming back with my great axe, uh, to hit him. Fifteen to hit.
0: That that misses.
3: Okay, and then a nine to hit. So I'm going to miss with both, but I'm going to use my um, ax, action surge and hit again with another okay. nine. Okay.
0: So. But so you get only get one, or do you get another one too?
3: I get another I get... one. They you yeah.
0: get your full attack, so that's two attacks with your attack action.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't realize. Okay, cool. Well, that's an 11 to hit. <laughs> oh, no. Man, this is rough, dude.
1: <laughs> oh, man.
3: And I will use... I think I will actually use a second. I, I always my think plan, of passing
1: like a really good fart. Yeah.
3: <laughs> my plan was to kill this dude, but that did not happen, so...
0: Oh, man. This is insane.
3: I will do that
0: to Okay. In a little
3: bit. So I'll get 10 points back.
2: All right, that's it, Abby. You're up, Abby the the black bear. <laughs> okay, um, well I'm going to go ahead and attack at this guy, and with the bear we get multi attack. I get two attacks. So fantastic. We will start with the bite attack, um, a twenty one to hit that hits with six piercing damage. Nice, and then the second attack is a claw attack. Okay, with uh, also a twenty one to hit for eight slashing damage. And just like this, that guy goes down. Oh, hallelujah. This this little black bear, like, oh man, I
0: imagine, you know, you know how like bears aren't really that, I mean, like grizzly bears, scary black bears kind of like, you know, but still, I mean, wait, wait, uh, can you do that again in the microphone so we can get
1: that uh, audio really clear? We can can use that as the sound effect when, uh, when (laughs) Evie changes.
2: (laughs) Awesome. All right. Instead of going uh, 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 like a transformer. Oh gosh. I what I want to do uh, for those that are listening in, the battlefield is kind of there's like a choke point that we've been fighting around and Rus's Grease has, you know, covered most of that. Uh, along the western side though, there's kind of a little bit of a dropping a drop off and then some water. I want to try to as a black bear move down through that area and try to start making my way towards that Archer. Um, I don't know if that's going to be difficult terrain or how you want to handle that.
0: Um, You know what? You can jump down into the water. No problem. The water itself is kind of deep. So that will slow you down. So it's, it's half movement through the water. So you can get basically to the edge of the puddle, like right, you know, just right on the other side of the water.
2: Okay. Okay. We'll, we'll go with that then. Okay.
0: And head that way. All right. It is now the, scout's turn um i made a roll to see if he was ready to die for this he looks at everybody being down there's a floating sword now there are dead horses there's a sleeping horse behind him and uh he this guy doesn't drop his bow but he runs as well and he starts running uh back to the east along the road and uh uh before you know it he's kind of around that corner that you saw these guys originally come around Unless anybody wants to chase this guy, we can end initiative.
1: Roos wants to chase him. Pine, uh, ever Roos.
0: <laughs> yeah, Bruce, <laughs> Bruce kind of rolls around in his sleep. Pine will actually pop up and take two shots with the bow. Go for it. He's still in range. Okay. So first attack is a 10, which will miss. Second attack is a 17. Does that hit? That does hit. Uh, just for six damage. That is not enough. Oh, yeah. I mean, he was untouched, right? He was untouched. Yep. Okay. With 16 hit points. He's scared to death. All right. All right. So does anybody have any, any other range thing they want to do? I guess Black Bear probably can't do much. Um, Nari has a hand axe, but that's pretty far.
3: All right. I'll shoot for it. Okay. Um, with my hand axe, the first was a nat 20, so the other one is, oh, a nat, or a 24.
1: Okay. That's a hit.
3: Um. All right. Let's see what kind of damage. Nine damage.
0: Oh, you guys. He's got one hit point left.
2: Is there anything Black Bear Ebby wants to do? <laughs> you know, Black Bear Ebby actually has a 40 movement speed. Oh
4: my gosh. <laughs> so
2: I almost could get to him. It might take one or two extra turns. Okay.
0: Well, okay. So here's, here's what we'll say. We will leave initiative. And um, we'll leave initiative with Pine and Nari kind of licking their wounds, looking over, going and checking out Roos. As Black Bear chases down this scout and just mauls him to death. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh my gosh. Hush. Okay. Cue victory music.
1: We made it.
0: <laughs> Pine has five more uh, points of uh, Commander's Morale that he's going to go use to pop Bruce back up with five hit points. Whoa,
2: what, what the hell happened? Whoa, what, where, where are we? That was way too close. It's
3: okay, your majesty.
2: <sighs> <laughs> Ebby comes lumbering back after a little while with blood dripping from his mouth. Uh, he's going to stay in bear form for a, probably a while so he can keep the extra hit points. Oh yeah, and somewhere along the line
0: he found some kind of a picnic basket too. (laughs) Uh,
1: (laughs) Come on, that was gold! (laughs) Comedy gold,
0: guys. Okay, uh, Pine is going to also summon Crumbles back to the area, and we need to. Like, I think there was one horse that was that was asleep, right? Yeah. So I'm hoping we can we can we can use that horse. Yeah, that horse actually kind of starts to wake up, and it starts kind of uh, it gets up off the ground and. It looks around like it's super confused. It starts to smell some of the blood, but it's kind of a ways off. This horse never got off the road. So now you have crumbles and you have this horse that is obviously trained for battle. Um, and it's it's looking at you guys like, uh, so are you guys in charge now? Like that's the impression that Ebby gets as a bear <laughs> looking at this horse. <laughs> and Ebby gets the impression of, hmm, you know, that might be good to eat.
2: <laughs> so Ebby's going to do this I'm going to I'm going to go back into normal form I'll I'll mm-hmm. let my beast form thing and I'm going to try to go up and talk to the horse and see if um, basically say like we could use your help you know getting a little bit further along the road here can you be a good soldier and help us with this and see if I can use like some animal handling or something to try to use this thing
0: yeah perfect go make an animal handling check alright uh, a nine, not a great roll. As you reach your hand towards it, it so the horse, it, it bites down at your hand, uh, and it whinnies at you, and the impression you get from it is, you're not my master, and then it starts to trot off down the road um, away from you guys.
1: Hey, hey, Mr. Pine, I've got six arrows in my back. Can you help me pull these out? I can't reach back there. <laughs> of course.
0: As part as part of his uh, commander's morale, like the, the touch... Aspect of it. It will be, you know, pulling these arrows. Um, they're not really lodged a s- lot in your back. It's kind of more like uh, pulling them out of uh, cuts and like caught up in your clothing at this point. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, six arrows. That's awesome because now uh, I basically will have recovered some of the arrows that I shot in this fight. <laughs> I imagine as you're doing your commander's morale, you're like you, you, you pull an arrow out and you kinda pat him and go, they're there, it'll be better in a second. And you got the next one, they're there, it'll be better in a second. <laughs>
4: one, two, three, three. <laughs> Thank you,
1: Mr. Al. <laughs> I appreciate that, Mr. Pine. We have to get out of here now. Yes. Yeah. And I need a nap. So I will collect Kenig's Stock and um, We just need to get across the road and back into the woods. I'm amazed that none of us died. Like, that should not have
0: happened. I am sweating out of my armpits like crazy. I just, I had some cold
1: mashed potatoes left over from dinner because I needed a stress eat. Dude, I'm the same way. I just had to crack open a drink. I really need to come down after that.
0: So that natural 20 of Sabrina was game-changing oh yeah that was that was the, that was the game changer the uh, the priest of Iramil um, I rolled a fifty fifty chance of whether she was going to kill people or whether she was going to um, take you guys captive and uh, on a d four she rolled a three so it was one or two she was going to start killing people three or four she was going to start taking captives um, and so that is how Roos got stabilized and the fire got put out all right, you guys limp and Uh, hustle across the road and into the woods, still with crumbles, carrying Applebottom on his back. Uh, The rain is still falling, which I guess the nice thing about that is it kind of washes some of the blood away um, after such a, uh, let's be honest, a very painful uh, battle. Um, I guess the only, the the downside, the scout got away and they did see who you are. But the good news, you're pretty sure that that priest of Eremil will not be getting back up. All right, what do
4: you guys want to do? That was way too close. We have to make haste. We have to get out of the range of these search parties. Agreed.
1: I want to see if they've got any health potions. Roos is gonna bend down to the priestess and start rummaging through her things.
0: Oh, okay. Um, So you guys haven't left yet.
1: You guys are still in the clearing. Roos rolled a 14 on an investigation.
0: Awesome. Okay, as you're going through uh, this Priest of Iramil's things, you see that she's wearing like a, a black breastplate. It looks well-made, um, but it's definitely the insignia on the, on the chest definitely will give it away as a, a symbol of Aramil. Um You see that she's got this uh, mace that's made up of like wings, um, which looks very well-made. You see that she's got um, uh, a satchel around her shoulder, um, and uh, that's pretty much all she's got on her.
1: Russell grab the satchel and the mace and just kind of tuck it in his bag and get up and and poke through it as he's walking. Okay, perfect.
0: Pine will uh Pine will grab uh a a greatsword from one of the fallen uh swordsmen and, and any daggers that they have. Okay. Um you find three daggers then.
2: Okay. Are there any healing potions on any of the fallen all any of the fallen uh soldiers? Uh, so you check the uh, the three like great swordsmen, and you find that they
0: have little pouches of money, uh, but you don't find any healing potions. Well,
2: I'll take the money then, at the very
0: least. <laughs> All right, sounds good. You find forty five gold pieces. Perfect. And if I see any of Nari's axes, hand axes, um, lying around, I'll also collect them for her.
3: I appreciate that.
0: Yeah, that's fairly easy to do. It's uh, it's daytime now, as as much daytime as there's actually going to be today. Um, yeah, you gather up these things. You figure after the battle, you've been rummaging around here for probably about four minutes total. Um, and unless there's something else you guys want to grab, um, then uh, you guys can hustle across the road and get back into the woods.
2: Yes, please. Mm-hmm. Yes, please. While we're doing that, Epi is going to hand eleven gold coins to each person and hand twelve gold coins to Roos. Huh. There you go. I appreciate that. Okay. All right. As you are uh,
0: finished gathering up all these things, you you hustle across the muddy, uh, muddy dirt road. That's uh, just it's just puddles at this point and back into the forest, uh, continuing on your way. I'm guessing southeast trying to head down towards the lake and um, and hopefully get away from these search parties. Okay. I want you guys to make a survival check. You got it. I was going to say make it with advantage, but I'm pretty sure everybody has. um, Disadvantage on uh, skill checks at this point. Yeah. So, do you want so. us make it do a group one? Like, have Abby do it for us? Do a yeah. Do a group one and just do a single roll. Okie dokie. Uh, I rolled a fourteen. Okay. All right. So, not quite as good of traveling as you had before. Um, it's a little bit more, um, uh, more of a slog as opposed to kind of getting up above the uh, the wetlands. But you can't seem to find a, a path that will get you up and out of the of the wet. But you're still making relatively good time. Okay, as you guys are traveling along, did you guys want to talk about anything? Bruce, you had a question earlier. Um, I just wanted to,
1: sorry, I just took a bite.
3: (laughs) Stress eating. We're all
1: stress eating, yeah. (laughs) I know, it's like, I'm... I feel fine. I just bought crumble cookies today, and I'm like, I just like, I'm like, I need another. I need another. I need another. I didn't write down the name of the woman mentioned in the vision that I had, because I was a little bit stressed out at the time.
0: I imagine that as you are, you know, kind of shaking your head, getting the cobwebs clear, your mind can't help but think back to a couple of different things. I mean, you you think back to Farron and uh, and that first kiss and uh, how unexpected it was that he would just kiss you like that. Um, but then your mind goes deeper to that, that uh, memory that is so long ago that you didn't even know you had it. You know, it's not even like sometimes you remember you know how memory is weird, where you don't remember the thing, you remember that you used to remember the thing. Does that make sense what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. This is even deeper back than that. This is something that you had no clue was anywhere in your brain at all. And so just basically what happened again was as a child, you you were overhearing a conversation between uh, who you're pretty sure was your mom and your dad. You were up in the loft up above the eating area of the small house that you grew up in in the muds. And your dad is asking your mom, she says, he says, is your sister ever going to come back and get him? It's been eight months. And your mom replies and says, I don't know, but Bree has always been reckless. I think she'd rather be Simon's dirty secret than be alone, even alone with someone as sweet as Ruths." And then your dad says, she puts us in a hard spot. One more mouth to feed, but I do find myself growing fond of the boy. And then that's where the memory ends.
1: Bree and Simon. Okay. All right. Roos is thinking about that, and as he's walking, he's, he's barely even looking up. He's just kind of looking at the ground.
0: Okay. Why don't you make a history check?
1: <laughs> I rolled a nat 1. <laughs> I didn't roll it with disadvantage, but I, I don't think I could get worse than that. No,
0: you, I don't think you can either. Um, yeah, you, uh, you, uh, you're pretty sure that brie is a type of cheese. And that's about all you got. <laughs> and Simon is a light-up game where you try to match the colors. You try to remember the patterns. <laughs> Beep.
1: Boop. Beep. Boop.
0: Okay, so real quick, um, some very kind person gave my kids a Simon, and I wanted to strangle them. <laughs> oh,
1: my goodness.
0: I think we've talked about this on the podcast already once.
1: Any any toy that makes noise should just be abolished. That should just be one of those things.
0: That's how much Paul
1: hates this game. He's brought it up on a podcast, an unrelated game, twice now.
3: Man, being an ant is so cool. I can give all the good stuff, and you all have to deal with it. Oh, man. That's
1: so good.
0: All right. So, Paul, while we're walking, um. Mm Pine basically just caught on fire. Um, he's going to check his pockets quickly uh, to make mm-hmm. sure that that letter that he wrote for Sanya is still there and undamaged. Why don't you make a uh, just a luck check? We'll say if you roll a 16 or above, it's burnt. I rolled an eight. So it is. OK. It smells um, like burnt hair, um, but it's still intact. OK. I think this this letter is way more important to Pine now than it was before that fight. (laughs) Yeah, you write a letter to your to Sonya and you say, uh, in case I die. And then literally you almost died. And who do I see when I when I fail my first death save is (laughs) her for the first time. Yeah. 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 So anyone listening at home, I mean, um, I wrote up some different uh, ideas for flashbacks for when people fail their death saves. And uh, I didn't expect that now I'm going to have to write up new ones for everybody. (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, You guys are tromping through the woods. um, And uh, the survival check was a 14. Why don't you guys make a perception check? Each of you make a perception check with disadvantage. Pine rolled a 9.
3: Nari got a 15.
2: Uh, Ebi did actually pretty well. He got a 17 on his disadvantage. Roos got an 11. All right.
0: So Pine's got his letter out. He's kind of checking it, reading over it, making sure that it's still what he wants to say. Um, not paying attention as much. Roos, you're busy looking through this satchel. Ebby um, uh, and Nari, you two are, are on it. You two are keeping your eyes out. Uh, very much don't want to get attacked again. Um, you guys start traveling through the woods, and uh, after a couple of hours, um, you, the rain has not let up at all. Um, you can see that uh, streams and puddles and things are starting to swell even more, uh, but you, ha- you see no sign of pursuit or of anybody else in the woods. In fact, it's almost like when you were on the north side of the road, you ran into a couple of people. You ran into like a, a house. You ran into, a, um, well, multiple houses. As you're here south of the road, it seems like it's more wild. There's less civilization here on the south side of this road, for whatever reason, as you get closer to the lake. And uh, there is no sign of pursuit that um, Nari or Ebi can pick up. Um, Roos, as you're looking through this satchel, you find some papers. Um, you find um, actually a few different papers with very specific descriptions of the four of you. Okay. Yeah, there's, there's, there's four um, very accurate descriptions of you. It looks like these are um, some, like, basically wanted posters that or wanted uh, flyers that were in, your, uh, in, her, in her satchel that she may have been handing out to
4: other soldiers. We, we need to find a place to rest. And I mean a real rest. And soon, or we're going to drop dead. Yeah. We can't defend ourselves anymore. We are on, completely on empty. Um, Abby, we'll say that
0: with your 17 perception... Um, as you're going through uh, you actually after this couple of hours across the road, you do find like a small cave It's a uh, it's not very deep. Um, it looks like it's not um, inhabited by anything uh, Vicious, you know, there's no uh, signs of bones or anything like that it looks like it's literally just kind of a recess in kind of a, 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 a Rock wall um, with trees growing up and around it um, and it looks like if you guys tuck back in there and stay in nice and tight you can stay out of the rain for at least a little bit. It looks like the very uh, the very uh, opening of the cave has a little bit of a puddle there, but if you go deeper back in, it actually kind of rises up into the side of the hill and you're able to stay up out of the water.
2: I think this is probably as good as it's going to get. Why don't we stay here and rest here for a little while?
3: I'm down for a snuggle party. This sounds good to me.
2: Yeah.
1: Looks tight in there, but I'm fine cuddling.
2: So, uh, Paul, uh, level up?
4: <laughs> 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 uh,
0: uh, just because I almost kill you doesn't mean I get to reward you when you don't die. Uh, the not dying is the reward. <laughs> I'm happy with life. <laughs> Fair enough. Living is good. I'm just glad I don't have to create a new character. Oh. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Um. Yeah. So you guys, uh, you found this cave, and you guys can tuck in and and snuggle up and get warm and 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 rest. Um. Of course, you're probably gonna gonna want to keep watches, uh, as normal. But I think we should bring Apple Bottom into the cave with us. Yeah. Uh. And then um have uh Crumbles not patrol because Crumbles need sleep as well, but basically to to go out into the woods to take the rest and um mm-hmm. you know keep keep it more of an eye out for. Anybody else coming? Right. How far out do you want Crumbles to go? Uh, let's say about a hundred feet. Okay. Yeah. You see, Crumbles go out about a hundred feet. The rain doesn't seem to bother Crumbles um, at all. Um, he's used to it. So let's make it actually let's make that a hundred yards. He's distinct. Or ninety-seven meters <laughs> <laughs> for the Canadians. Uh. Okay. All right, cool. Yeah, yeah. So uh, 100 yards out, um, you you can see him kind of weaving in and out between the trees and bushes. And you just get this impression that um, uh, he finds like a a nice spot under a bush and kind of curls up his legs underneath him and and lays down, puts his head down a little bit. I'm going to take some rest as well. All right, you guys are tucked into this cave. How do you want to do this rest? Watches. Do we want to do a long rest?
2: How long do we want to stay here?
3: Overnight,
2: I think a long rest is not a bad idea i need i need a, to sleep for a minute at this point. it's
0: about 10, 10 or eleven o'clock in the morning, so it's almost noon, but it's not
1: really bright out. We also barely slept last night
4: if if we were to if we were to sleep here now by the time we got going again, it would be after dusk it would be dark again, which might be good. The darkness could cover our tracks agreed
3: we might as well yeah.
4: Is there anything anyone can do to help us move a bit more secretively? Ebby, I'm looking at you. <laughs> is there anything you can do to, to, to hide our tracks magically? Uh, there's not
2: much. I do have the ability to kind of inspire the growth of plants in an area, but I don't know that that will do much to kind of cover our tracks, unfortunately. Um, I think the best thing that we can do is summon more mounts and and cover more ground that way. You should ride black bears. I love that idea. And all you do is you just all you do is you sit on
0: them and you just say you just say "Ho bear, ho bear" and then the ho- then the bears will just run away. But just keep running. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man. So dumb. That joke's getting pretty old. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> what if we got like giant-sized mallards? <laughs> all right.
0: So so um watches yes please and try to do anything to conceal the entrance to this cave anything like that or you yeah just gonna...
1: I'll, I'll try and hide it a little oh wait that's probably more a survival thing than a stealth thing well whoever does it i will help as well i mean i think we should all work
0: on it together trying to hide this well if if you guys want to help ebby with his survival check he doesn't get disadvantaged then yeah nice cool exactly perfect let's try that, what, that was a 23 i mean that is true all right, yeah, you guys managed to get some limbs and things all over there. And Abby, you you just have a a way of kind of helping some of the the moss and the vines that are hanging down off this uh, off this rock face kind of uh, hang down over um, your makeshift um, door barrier, and it it looks quite natural from the outside. You managed to kind of climb back in without disturbing it, and you're fairly certain that you have a pretty good hiding spot in here that will uh, not attract unseen or unwanted uh, unwanted visitors. Perfect. Okay. Are we gonna do watches? Yes.
1: Okay. Pine Pine can take the first watch that's cool. Roos can take the second one.
3: Yeah, Nari will take the third. Okay.
0: All right, Pine and Ebby, here you are tucked up in this small cave right next to the sleeping forms of Nari and Roos. Is there anything you guys- And Applebottom. And Applebottom. Applebottom is not asleep. Applebottom is not asleep. Applebottom is fidgeting, uh, but there is a hood over his head. Okay.
4: Ebby, we almost died. That was awful. awful. It was a terrible experience. Hey, guys, that hurts. (laughs) (laughs) You know, there was one other time when I came as close to death. Uh, It took weeks for me to recover. Um... It was, um, you may have heard of the Fall of Redleaf. It was after that. Yeah,
2: Yeah, I feel like you've, I've heard you even mention, mention that
4: before. Yes. This was, um, I didn't expect to be doing this in my old age. But I'm glad we all made it through.
2: It would appear that the lords and ladies are preserving us.
4: Agreed. I feel we have a very important mission even if we don't understand all the details yet. But we've been able to successfully keep the key, keep Applebottom, and keep you out of their hands.
2: Hopefully we can, uh, we can maintain that good fortune as we continue forward. Uh, it feels like after leaving the roadway that hopefully the pressure has alleviated somewhat. We'll see how things continue onward. I will be relieved when we can pass off Applebottom to
4: fall in heaven. I feel the same way. And then we have to decide where we're going to go. I'm honestly at this point, anywhere seems good as long as it's not back to Tavery. <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> I'm inclined to agree with you there. I think it'd be best to discuss that once we are no longer being surveilled. And I look over at Applebottom. You know, when I was, um, when I was unconscious, I remembered my, um, my oldest child. It's funny, I'd actually just written a letter to her, but I I wasn't there for her birth, you know. But I remembered the first time I saw her. It's, it's strange that a moment so full of dread, so full of terror and, and pain that I was feeling, I... My mind went back to a moment of pure joy. The most joy I'd felt to that point.
2: I'm a bit envious. The only thing that came to my mind during that was a strange occurrence when I first ran into people on the road. I just remember feeling fear and mistrust,
4: wanting to hide. Well, there are those who would take advantage of you, but I'm glad to be your friend, Ebby. I'm glad that, that you, you took a chance, and we've been able to grow close, become friends. The, uh, the wolf is stronger for the pack. Hmm. Agreed. All right.
0: You guys, you end your watch. Um, the only thing I want you guys to do, I want you to make uh, perception checks with uh, disadvantage.
2: Okay, Pine rolled a nine with disadvantage. This is going to be bad. Evie rolled a six with disadvantage.
0: Okay. You can hear the rain outside. You can hear some uh, uh, some wind blowing, but it's pretty insulated in here. Um, it's uh, if you guys weren't exhausted, you'd still think it'd be pretty hard to hear what was going on in the outside world. So, I think pine you're kind of trusting your connection to to Crumbles. So yeah. All right, and. Um, Pine, you wake up, Roos, and then you curl up and go to bed. Roos, you are awake now for your watch.
1: Roos sits up and kind of looks out the, the hole and, and looks at uh, their prisoner for a minute before kind of settling in.
2: How are you feeling, Roos?
1: <laughs> well, I've got a few more holes in me than, than I had when I woke up. Wow, we've been awake for a long time.
2: Yes, yes. Believe it or not, I actually feel exhausted myself. Yeah. Huh. Crazy. You always talk
1: about things as if you're like, uh, I don't know, you you sound more human than you look.
2: I wonder if, I wonder just how, how long I may have been confined into this body or if I was supposed to be something else at some point.
1: It's interesting. Well, nobody gets to pick the bodies they're put into, so
2: I guess you're no different than me. I suppose that's true. This has been a trying 24, goodness, 36 hours, however long it's been. <laughs> Since we met. <laughs> <laughs> that's a fair point.
1: Yeah. We'll, we'll make it through, though. somehow we'll make
2: it through all this we will that is that is certain
0: all right Um, as uh, your couple of hours of staying up chatting pondering comes to an end I want both of you to make perception checks with disadvantage
2: Abby got a 16 with disadvantage okay Roos got an 8 all right,
0: uh, Roost, you're just kind of lost in thought. Um, Abby, um, as you're sitting there thinking through your own things, kind of watching, I imagine you're kind of watching Roost and kind of seeing what makes him tick a little bit. Um, you hear a noise. It doesn't sound close. It sounds actually very distant. Uh, and I want you to make um, make a history check. I think okay. that's the best option um and we'll say yeah you still got disadvantage because you haven't gotten a full
2: long rest yet got it so a 14 actually with disadvantage yeah, that's not okay. not too bad, not and, not too bad at all. and plus zero that's nice
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it could have been a natural 20. um okay let's see with uh with your 14 in history the sound that you hear does not sound natural you know that Uh, It doesn't sound like an animal of any kind. It sounds like you're in this cave, so it's kind of muffled, uh, but it sounds like it's coming from the sky. Um, And it sounds like um, kind of a... Almost like the flapping of wings, but very rhythmic and loud. And with your 14 history, you think about it for a second, and you think, maybe maybe that's the sound of an airship you've heard of them before you've never actually you may have seen them in the distance in the sky but you've never necessarily been close enough to hear one you don't assume from where you're at that it is super close but you're fairly certain that there there is an airship in the sky somewhere around you
2: very interesting there are airships about at least I think there are is that what that is? I can barely hear it we best be careful it'll be a good thing if we move at night time
1: yeah and the tree cover should help us too There. Roos, you can uh,
0: wake up Nari and you can finish out your long rest Nari you wake up uh, refreshed feeling good um,
3: a live awake alert Enthusiastic
0: Yes, still have not finished your long rest Your long rest will not finish until after your watch But You are, uh, you're, I would imagine You're in a little bit better mood than you were <laughs> Before you laid down
2: Nari, did you ever imagine Yourself on this type of an adventure
3: No, I can, I can honestly Say I never imagined that I would Be near Dying on a hill being attacked by a priest of of a foreign god that was not one of the uh, the cards that my you know town leader pulled out for me on her prophecy
2: <laughs> yes I imagine that that wouldn't show up necessarily this explicitly man it was close I was telling Pine it seems like the lords and ladies were watching over us
3: I hope so. I haven't been very faithful to the lords and ladies, but I hope they know that I mean well.
2: I think it may very well be the situation that they uh they may not care just how faithful or devoted we are. They may have certain things they need us to do.
3: Inevitable things.
2: Yes. Inevitable things.
4: Hmm.
2: All right. Your watch comes to an end.
0: You, uh, you wake up Roose and Pine. You spend a little bit of time here, I imagine, as a group, maybe getting some food ready or something. Is there anything you guys want to do before you venture out of this cave? Just cold food, no
1: fire. <laughs> Man, a Porthos egg sounds good right now. I think you guys might still have one.
4: Oh, yes. When we get someplace farther away, did I hear right that, Abby, you said you heard an airship overhead?
2: I thought I heard something. It was rhythmic, almost like the beating of wings, but almost too rhythmic.
4: Yes. It sounds about right.
0: It's past now. You can't hear it anymore. You heard it for about 10 minutes. It almost sounded like it, you know, the, uh, the Doppler effect where it's, distant and it comes closer and then at some point it kind of changed pitch as it moved further away.
4: Let's see if we can't have a warm meal at the end of our next day's journey.
1: Let's try and get through a day without getting arrows shot at us.
0: Alright. You guys gather your things. You break down whatever camp you had. Get situated. At this point it's let's see, 8 hours after what did I say? It was like 11 o'clock? So it's now 7 o'clock in the the evening? Yeah. The sun is going down, and it is starting to get dark. We have... uh, I'm imagining Roos is going to do the same thing with his GG goggles. We've got Nari, who eventually will be in the dark. The rain is still coming down. The clouds are still overhead. Uh, Every once in a while, you hear thunder. Um, Actually, I want... um, Whoever wants to can make a survival check again. Now it's straight survival. Or or Abby can make it with advantage.
2: Uh, Abby rolled a 15.
3: Nari rolled a 19.
1: Nice. Pine rolled a 2. Roos got a 13.
0: Okay. Um, Nari, as you... I mean, Stormfist, right? That's your last name. This storm... I don't I don't know if you feel kind of akin to it in some way, but you just you're just kind of aware of it in the back of your mind. And as you um, as you wake up, uh, as you are kind of getting ready to leave the cave, you hear the thunder and you are the only one who kind of realizes that the thunder seems to be getting uh, a little bit more distant, a little bit more sporadic. Almost like maybe this storm is starting to lessen.
3: I will share that encouraging news with the rest of the gang. Lady, Lady Belra seems to have blessed us, and hopefully we'll be able to have a little bit less of a storm as we move forward.
4: Oh, it'll be nice to be dry eventually. Hmm.
1: <laughs> That'll take us another week after the rain stops. Right.
0: Okay. So, uh... Are you guys going to do any light sources at all? Or are you guys going to go in the dark again? I think we should go in the dark. Okay. Agreed. Okay, same pattern, same marching order.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll hop on Crumbles.
0: All right, let's <laughs> let's see how well you guys can make this trek. Um, this time, as you're trying to get Ramsey up onto Crumbles, uh, he he resists a little bit more. Not enough that you actually have to like fight him or anything, but he's not being as helpful. Um, and I mean, you're not exactly sure why, but he's not being as helpful as he was previously. He's, he's also not nearly as exhausted as he was previously.
4: Now, Applebottom, get on the, get on the mount or I'll have to put you to sleep again.
0: Yeah, he's He stops fighting. He's still gagged. Yeah. He is going to have a sore back and neck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of feel for him if he wasn't such a jerk. <laughs> All right. Uh Roos. am not Roos. Uh Ebby, why don't you make a survival check with advantage as you guys are moved to the woods? This is gonna help us figure out how far you guys are able to travel and how fast.
2: All right. I rolled a not natural 20.
0: All right, fantastic. Oh, you actually on this side of the road, um, the uh there's still a lot of uh puddles and ponds and things, but you managed to find again another dry kind of ridge that you walk on for quite a while, it's uh, a couple of miles even. Uh, that helps keep you uh, keep you dry and uh, and better footing for crumbles and for you guys and you're able to make pretty good time as you're walking along this ridge, um, Nari. You feel a vibration uh, in your crystal.
3: Okay, I will pick it up.
0: Okay, and instantly your your head is filled with the message from uh, from uh, Kira, and it says, Nari. Our pursuit has ended. They've turned back. There must be something more important than us. Are you safe? And then it ends.
3: Our pursuit is still ongoing. We have eliminated the priest or the priestess. Um of the angel we are heading your way we'll be there as soon as possible
0: okay i think it stopped right about we'll be there somewhere like something like that so the message came across now remember you have one more sending to send as well today um she used her side now you can use your side if you need to okay
1: cool is gonna lean over to nari and say nari can i can i use that today
3: yeah of course
1: Bruce will take the stone in his hand and activate it. Okay. And say, Hey sis, it's me. What do you know about Brie and Simon? And that's it. Okay.
0: Let me make a check for her. <laughs> um, she sends back, she says, I believe Brie is a type of cheese. No, I'm just kidding. Come on! <laughs> um, <laughs> She says, what uh, she says is, I believe Brie is mom's sister. Mom and Brie don't have a relationship anymore. Simon, I don't know the name. Why? And that's where it ends.
4: Okay. I'll hand
1: the stone back to Nari and say, thank you for. Letting me do that.
3: Yeah, I hope you found your answers.
1: I didn't, but that's okay.
0: It's now like a dusty, dull. Um, it's still red, but it's it's lost its vibrancy.
4: So, so, Roos, where where did you get the name Bree and Simon? What does this have to do with?
1: Well, I'm worried that what you guys said back in the barn was right. Hmm does Does the name Simon ring any bells for you guys, having to do with the the royal line of Arkilvy?
0: make a history check um Ebby and Nari and Pine Pine rolled
2: a nineteen Ebby rolled a seventeen no
3: nari rolled a seventeen. I think Ebby rolled a fourteen. <laughs>
2: Ebby rolled a 14.
3: Well, you can take credit for it if you want.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> I've done it
0: too. Ebbie just swoops in and says, oh, No, I already knew that too. No, anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, uh Pine. Um, Nari, as you're so Simon, the name Simon, you grew up just north of Arklevy, like the city, um, the capital of Everlin, which is now the capital of the Arklevy province, right? Um, the name Simon tickles at your brain, Nari, but you can't quite place it pine um you remember when you moved here after the war with Menarest before um before Everland was dissolved into a province of the empire um you do remember the name Simon and you remember the name Simon um being uh some kind of a uh distant is the wrong word not really a distant relative more like a like a if there was the king of Everlyn, Simon was something like the king's Uncle's third son, something like that. So, you know, in the line of the royal family, uh, not uh, very high up in the hierarchy uh, or in the line, but definitely still um, a member of the royal family. Like, like 32nd in line. Eh, Not 32nd, maybe like 8th in line.
1: It's first now, guys. It's first now. (laughs) Okay. so as soon as I realize that, I'll say,
4: hot damn, we were right. Roos Bruce, we were right. Shh, quiet. (laughs) We were right. Uh,
1: I, uh, look, I I need to find out if this is true or not, but I think Simon might be my dad. My real dad. Hot damn. I can't believe I never put two and two together that my ears aren't
2: Elvin. Well, your majesty...
1: It's an honor being with you
2: on this journey.
1: <laughs> please, please, please don't. Don't. I. No. That's not. That's not the life for me.
4: Well, don't, don't worry. There hasn't been a coronation yet, and I'm Menorese, so. <laughs> I'll continue to treat you the same way. With disdain and distrust. <laughs> well. I kid. I kid.
1: Uh, look, this is it's not set in stone, and even if, it, if it's true. I don't have any sort of paperwork. I don't have anybody that would vouch for it, so it's not like, it's not like it really even matters.
4: It matters to many people, including our, our charge here on the back of Crumbles.
1: Yeah, but I don't... Know. I have a feeling that they were looking for an heir because of the prophecy, not because they wanted an heir.
4: Maybe. But it's important to some people. And we've all found ourselves within the prophecy now.
1: It's not important to me, though. Mm. It occurs to you guys, if you have some questions about what the
0: Empire is after, there is somebody on the back of Crumbles who might be able to answer those questions for you.
1: Oh, man. Well, he probably... I'll kind of look at Ramsay, say, Applebottom has probably overheard this conversation and already knows.
4: It's true. But I'm thinking maybe it's best to... Keep him in his current state until we get him where we're taking him.
1: Yeah, let's get him to Fallen Heaven, and then we can ask him questions about what he's after.
4: I'm making the list.
1: <laughs> I only have a handful of questions. Huh.
4: All right. Well, let's continue on.
1: Yeah. yeah, You
0: guys continue on through the rest of the day, actually, or the rest of the night, um, all the way until dawn. It's slow going. But with the, with the survival check that Ebby made with your guys' help, um, it's, it's relatively quick considering all the circumstances. Um, throughout the night, you guys don't encounter anybody else. It's almost like uh, the Imperial forces that were looking for you did not think you could make it past the road. Uh, and so uh, at least, at least so far, you haven't encountered anybody this side of the road. That is, until they find those corpses. (laughs) Until they find those corpses. But here's the other deal, is that, um, at least according to what people were, what the, uh, what artist was saying, uh, it sounds like this priest of Iramil may have been in charge. Uh, So you may have cut the head off of the snake, at least for a time. Okay, Um, the sky starts to lighten. As uh, the night ends, and uh, you guys have traveled all night long, you're you're starting to get a little bit tired, but you know you can push it a little bit longer if you want to. Uh, what do you guys want to do? Do you guys want to stop and rest? Do you guys want to push it longer? Uh, do kind of the same thing you did the day before where you travel at night and sleep during the day? How far away are we from the meeting location? Ebby would know that you're probably about a day away from the lake, uh, one more day's travel
2: and what if we were mounted uh, on horses uh then you could then you could cut that uh, probably in half i'm thinking that might be the best bet what do you guys think push
3: through now that sounds great
2: yeah let's let's just mm. get there
0: so if you guys can stay on horses the entire time you guys can get there in 4 hours
2: very well let's let's do this
4: what do you think crumbles can you make it
0: uh crumbles does the uh the bugle call that uh he does uh, in, in uh in a, in the in the affirmative
4: okay perfect so I think uh if you can summon four I think I'll ride one of the horses and and we can have um, crumbles uh take care of our charge again um, but we can make better time without having to share a mount
2: let's plan on it uh Ebby kind of sweeps his feet out into a wide circle and kind of stomps them on the ground in this green energy shoots down through his foot into the ground. And these horses kind of come up materializing up out of the ground, kind of built out of the dirt and the grass and things, and eventually form into real live, just riding horses.
0: Fantastic. Awesome. Yeah. You guys mount up. Uh, You're going to do the bareback thing again, because nobody stole the bit and bridle in the saddle. (laughs) Because we're not thieves. We have honor. You guys are going to be eunuchs if you're not careful.
2: <laughs> oh, too late.
0: <laughs> oh, poor Emmy. How do you feel about that Nari?
3: <laughs> I'm a little less worried.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah, you guys got these horses. Are you going to be able to do 4 hours of travel on these horses? Can you cast it 4 times?
2: I can cast it, well, I can only cast it twice. I'll use all my third-level s- slots, but it'll give us at least 2 hours and cut down quite a bit. Hopefully. Yeah, that means we'll say that that means you can get to
0: the lake in six hours instead of eight. OK,
2: OK. Yeah. Why don't we try that? OK,
0: so but but that means that if you guys uh, continue on then and you don't take a break uh, when you stop for these six hours, you're going to start making rolls for exhaustion. OK. OK. Does that make sense? That what I'm saying good. Mm-hmm. Yep. OK. All right. Um, make some uh, survival checks. Make a survival check with advantage
2: be rolled a 19
0: oh awesome. okay uh, with that roll you guys uh, you managed to actually do pretty well staying kind of in more dry areas um, as uh, as the day progresses everyone kind of becomes aware that the rain it's still raining uh, but the drops seem to be less intense they're not as big it's more of a not not quite a mist but it's not that torrential downpour that it was uh, yesterday. So no longer Um, gumdrop size. Yeah, no longer gumdrop size um, or uh, snowflakes were uh, Hershey bars and milkshakes. Is that what it was? Is that how the song goes? Am I going crazy? It's a a camp song. If anybody's wondering, (laughs) it's a camp song from when we were Boy Scouts. Okay. Um, All right. So uh, you guys managed to ride for two hours, making really good time. And then after you get off the horses, uh, it just seems like things are really going well for you at this point in your travels. Um, and, uh, don't say that, Paul, (laughs) (laughs) it seems like things are going really well. Well, Uh. okay. Here's the deal. You guys make it to the lake. You guys make it to Westfell Lake. And, uh, when you see the lake, uh, you, you, uh, you see this large lake. It's probably about, um, I, I would say probably 20 or 30 miles long probably about at the long, at the widest it's probably a good 15 miles across. Um, It's a pretty good sized lake. Uh, As you, uh, the the forest kind of thins out as you're approaching the shore and um, you realize that you're on the West bank of the lake and you need to get to the North bank of the lake. And between the West bank of the lake and the North bank of the lake is the Long river uh, separating those two shores. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, to get to the North Shore, you guys are going to need to figure out a way to cross the river or go through the lake. But that's a problem for another time. At this point, we're going to stop for the night. What a crazy, (sighs) crazy session. You guys almost died. (laughs) There's no reason we should be alive right now. (laughs) Oh, man. <laughs> except for Nari's skill I know right <laughs> I, I
3: think that was luck
0: well that natural 20 uh, changed the course of the game uh, in all honesty I'll just let everybody behind the scenes a little bit uh, had you not rolled a natural 20 uh, probably at least two of you would be dead and two of you would be captured uh, that was the plan uh, for the priest uh, of Iremil uh, but that natural 20 you popping up uh giving Abby the potion, Black Bear, all that was amazing. Uh I was worried for you guys. I thought, oh great, well, there we go. There's a TPK. Uh, but not you guys pulled through and uh and you made it happen. So anyway, hopefully uh you guys can now de stress, have a good night's sleep. Next time we come together, we'll start fresh. Uh some of this will be uh uh just a good memory instead of this uh uh, I am I am sweating from that combat uh, still.
3: It's trauma. That's what that's called. <laughs>
0: yeah, it was a <laughs> bit traumatic. Yeah. Oh, man. All right. Well, anyway, hey, guys, hopefully you're enjoying what we're doing. Uh, tweet about the show. Tell your friends about us. Leave a review. All that stuff helps us out a lot. And until next time, have a great night, and we'll see you at our next session.